From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it is Legal Night on Radio Night Live, and we are very glad to have you with us. Uh, Kevin McCullough is my name. Normally, I would be accompanied by one Imran Ansari, the rising superstar in legal journalism. But he's a working lawyer, too. (laughs) And sometimes... He has projects and caseloads that uh, interfere with his ability to do some of the media stuff that he loves doing so much, and he's really good at it. Uh, so tonight we have kind of a special treat. Um, retired Judge George Grasso is going to join us uh, from Queens. He's running to be Queens District Attorney. And why would a retired judge come out of retirement to throw his hat back into the public service ring? I'll ask him about that as we uh, get to know him a little bit tonight. But he'll be with me for the majority of the night tonight and looking forward to that uh, before we're done. Um, I I, I have to, and great apologies to uh, Arthur Idala's mom, uh, Mary Idala, who who was with us on our cruise just a couple of nights ago. And she she really, she read me the the rule book. And she's like, Kevin, you know, I, I don't want politics. Politics is boring. I don't like politics. And um, she said, "You got to, you got to stop doing politics." And I said, "Well, you know, uh, as 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 best as I'm able to, we don't we don't make Radio Night Live about politics, but on Legal Night, there are legal matters that have political fingers that kind of grow from them, and sometimes we have to touch on them. And tonight, I'm going to have to do that. So, no disrespect to to Mom Idala. I love her to death. She's one of the sweetest, dearest people on planet Earth. School teacher." loved her kids you you just this woman oozes love uh for for people around her and everything uh that's good and just and you can tell because she raised a really classy son in arthur uh who is out doing the world justice uh in what in the ways that he can but i do have to i do have to address this um the house republicans not the house republicans the the speaker of the house two days ago said that, um, and I'm just going to read the quote, we have found that President Biden did lie about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Bank records show that nearly 20 million in payments were directed to the Biden's family members and associates through various shell companies. Even a trusted FBI informant has said that a bribe uh, went to the to the Biden family. Uh, The White House is on the defensive after this because I think they thought that there's no way that uh, McCarthy would begin an inquiry. And by the way, this isn't the beginning of an actual impeachment. What he has done is he has given the green light for the oversight committee to organize the evidence that would be necessary if an impeachment is being brought. So it's not it's not what it's being described as in some media. They're not they're not ready to impeach uh, President Biden just yet. But it was an interesting response that came from the White House. And I don't know if you if you caught this, but they wrote a letter to the media and they they basically chastised the media uh, because they said the real people that the media should be looking into is House Republicans, quote, basing uh, opening an impeachment inquiry based on, quote, lies. When House Republican members uh, are admitting that there is no evidence, I'm, I haven't seen any House Republican members say that, by the way. Um, the White House said that uh, President Biden did nothing wrong, much less impeachable. Um, they went on to say that for years, Republicans in Congress did this and Republicans in Congress did that. Uh, anyway, there's they're mad. The White House is mad. It's angry. And it's going after the, um, the, the, the Speaker of the House and the Republicans in the House specifically. 
But friends, I, I have to tell you, I you know, I've I researched this stuff, I read it, I, I know that it's not popular, but even within the last 24 hours, this this information I'm about to share with you is pretty widespread. Um, the House Oversight Committee on the congressional website, oversight.house.gov, published 22 specific pieces of evidence in what they are forming as the case against Joe Biden. Let me just tell you a couple of what they are. Um, evidence piece number one. Former Biden business associate Devin Archer describing that Joe Biden was the brand and was used to send signals of power, access and influence to enrich the Biden family from foreign sources. That sounds pretty similar to what we've heard. Uh, there's a phone call where Hunter says, my dad's sitting next to me. He's disappointed we haven't heard from you. Uh, I think you'll regret disappointing him. Like, th there's no doubt that that hunter and, and none of them would have anything to do to shake down you know members of the chinese communist party if if the president wasn't attached to it personally and and that would be true by the way of anybody and if anybody did this regardless of which party it would be it would be wrong uh if if president trump had shaken down another country now it's so weird because they always accuse trump of what they themselves have done Trump doesn't have to shake down anybody. He might if he keeps in politics for much longer because he's his personal wealth continues to dwindle the longer he is attempting to serve the American people. But he's just remember he's the he's the uh, the president that went from his jet to a smaller one when he got to the White House. Everybody else that has taken the White House uh, went from you know their jet if they had one to a bigger one. He's the first one that went from a bigger one to a smaller one. His his bedroom was already nicer than the one at the White House before he got elected. It, everything that he did in public service was a step down in terms of wealth, opulence, quality, all that stuff. For everybody else, it's a step up. For him, it was a step down. So this, this idea that the Bidens might have been shaking people down, it's reasonable. They didn't have money. And they learned how to figure out that if they attach Joe Biden's name to things, they could get people to pay them lots of money. That's just one piece of evidence. There's there's um, several sections of Devin Archer's testimony that they've uh, documented. Um, you've got Joe Biden dining with um, oligarchs from Russia and Kazakhstan in February of 2014. Uh, you've got Vice President uh, dining with Hunter and foreign business investors, including Ukrainian Burisma's executive. Vadim uh, Posarik, like he said so many times, I've never talked to any of Hunter's business associates. I don't, I don't know them. I haven't had any discussions with them. Friends, a lot of this is is falling apart in terms of what. If Arthur or Imran had to go into court, they could tear this testimony apart pretty easily with this level of evidence. This is this is high quality evidence. Eyewitnesses, people that were there, people that can account for what was said. That's why the Oversight Committee has opened an inquiry. And if they determine that the evidence leads to an impeachment, they'll probably impeach him. I don't know that that's going to be a profitable venture, by the way, for the American people, because Chuck Schumer is going to go over to the Senate side and kill it. But the evidence is coming out, and that's the part that the White House is probably the most concerned about. They don't care if Joe Biden gets impeached. They know he's not going to get convicted. What the White House doesn't want to have happen is for the evidence to come out so that the American people see it, so that the American people pass judgment on what they want out of their president. That's that's the real downfall. And it would be true of anybody in any party that had this type of uh, litter in their past, if, if we can call it that. All right, we've got a big show for you. Uh, retired Judge George Grasso joins me next to talk all things crime in New York City. Stay with us.
You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kamen at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamen's fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. I saw it myself. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business or Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Gallagher says it's our right. We have the right to decide whether we want Trump in the Oval Office or not. We have the, the, the ability and the right and the authority, the constitutional authority to make that determination. Not Fannie Willis or Alvin Bragg or any one of the other George Soros prosecutors who are soft on crime. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now boys, from boys, New York, boys, back boys, to boys. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys. McCullough. All right. It is legal night, uh, as I explained in the monologue. And uh, tonight, Imran Ansari still away. But in his absence, we've had the opportunity to uh, talk with some other, um, I would say, uh, very uh, important legal minds across the nation. And tonight here locally, uh, because... Um, we are going to get to know uh, Judge George Grasso, who wants to be the Queen's district attorney. And uh, we're going to get to know uh, what he's been about, uh, why he is doing this at this time uh, as a retired judge. Why would he put himself up for something as miserable as uh, local politics? Um, and what what is this calling and vision that he has for this uh, position that he's running for? And it's a, a joy to welcome him. Judge, welcome to Radio Night Live. Great to be with you, Kevin. Thank you very much for reaching out to me. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about 
Judge George Grasso. For people that aren't familiar with your background, where you came from, what you've done, tell us the story. Okay. Well, I started as a uh, New York City police officer, 22 years old, sworn in, uh, proud to say, on November 7th, uh, 1979. And when I anticipate getting elected district attorney on the public safety line, it's going to be on uh, November 7th, 2023. Huh. In that span of... Uh, 44 years. I've had a um, wonderful career. I started as a uh, foot cop in Queens, in Southeast Queens. And uh, also at that time, I applied for and I received a full four-year NYPD uh, scholarship to the uh, night program at St. John's Law School. So I worked the first four years of my police career while simultaneously going to law school at night. Uh, I was transferred in January of 81 out of Southeast Queens to the 63rd Precinct in Flatbush, Brooklyn, where I was a a steady midnight police officer uh, for several years. So I had the unusual experience of um, taking uh, criminal law and criminal procedure law in my classes between 6 and 10 and then making car stops on Flatbush Avenue at 2 o'clock in the morning, literally (laughs) law book in the back seat uh you know the fast forward you know i know we have limited time i i rose i took all the tests for promotion i made so i got promoted through civil service examinations to sergeant to lieutenant to captain uh in my years as sergeant and lieutenant uh i was a prosecutor a disciplinary prosecutor in the department advocate's office i was uh, directly involved as an assistant special prosecutor in the um in the 7-7 of anybody that in the mid 80s was one of the worst corruption scandals the police department ever had people could google buddy boy scandal that was my my case hmm. Uh, I then I then um, became managing attorney, basically the chief assistant of the entire office of about 18 attorneys. And then with Ray Kelly as the police commissioner, first as the first deputy commissioner in 1992, and then as the police commissioner in 93, he handpicked me to um, help him take charge of another major corruption case, Michael Dowd cases, offices again in Brooklyn out of the 75th precinct who were taking drugs and guns out of the streets of Brooklyn and selling them in Suffolk County. And we did a broad, not only did I prosecute Dowd and his cohorts personally in the trial room, I actually went to the houses of the officers who were charged in that case and served them personally with charges, then prosecuted them and worked with Commissioner Kelly to to overhaul, a major overhaul of the entire anti-corruption system in the NYPD. I then got promoted to captain. I went to the 104th Precinct in Maspeth, Queens as the executive officer for a period of time. And then I was back in police headquarters working in legal commanding officer deputy commissioner legal matters uh at the time commissioner braddon came in he brought jack maple in an amazing man people who don't know of him should check him out who he, he died for passed away far too young but he was one of the main people behind the scenes with the new initiatives and helping commissioner braddon create comstat i was then asked by commissioner maple to work for him and commissioner with com- him and commissioner braddon in my role in legal to help devise um something called the quality of life strategy working on broken windows you know the whole that whole area has been so demagogued it isn't even funny and yeah. i think that the real reasons we have the problems we have now but i play the leading role in helping to draft the first quality of life strategy for the nypd in 1994 was strategy number five, where we focused on things like the street level drug dealing, the fair evasion, the squeegee men. And we did it so successfully. And Commissioner Braddon had a vision that if we took care of the so-called smaller things, instead of waiting for people to be shot, robbed, abused and assaulted above ground, underground on our subways, that that would put the overall mechanism of the police department and the whole criminal justice system 
in a much stronger position to deal with all of the serious and violent crimes, the shootings, the robberies, the rapes. And guess what? It worked amazingly well. <laughs> in a couple with it, no, I've got data on all of it. This is database. The Comstat system has created a body of data that goes right back to Commissioner Braddon's first day, January 1st of 94. I'm proud wow. to say he's one of my biggest supporters today. We've tracked this. So then I went on and Commissioner Howard Safer, uh, who just passed away on September 11th. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think he was a very underrated police commissioner. Um, he took the baton uh, from Commissioner Braddon and, and marched forward, uh, solidifying and, and institutionalizing these changes. He then approached me. Commissioner Braddon had promoted me to deputy inspector uh, back in 1995. And um, when Commissioner Safer came in, he called me in his office and gave me like a five jump promotion from uniform officer of deputy inspector uh, to a three-star deputy commissioner. He made me the deputy commissioner of legal matters. Wow. Uh, which I held that position for five years as the top lawyer general counsel for the NYPD. So I'm proud to say I work with Commissioner Safer. He created an, an ethic of community professionalism and respect as we continue to advance. I then worked 9-11 uh, under Commissioner Carrick. I was and Mayor Giuliani. I was promote. I was that day. I was a block away when the South Tower came down. I had just left the NYPD forward command post at 75 Barclay, and uh, you know got hit by that cloud along with thousands and thousands of others. Mm. What a good friend in the NYPD. You know we just had another anniversary, and now I'm losing friends every year yeah. in the F. But I was appointed as the point person with the FBI for the mayor and for the police commissioner that day that night by our first deputy police commissioner which was a Jeff crucial which was a crucial appointment because as governor pataki has retold the story here even just this week um it was the city the state and the feds putting themselves in a room forcing themselves to work together that came with the solutions as well as they did and not to make this a partisan thing but when you look at albany and the city and washington right now and you see how dysfunctional those three cities work together it, what what you guys did on 9 11 was really amazing let's take a quick break we're speaking with retired judge uh, uh george grasso who's who happens to be running for the district attorney for queens and we're going to get into uh what his vision is for why he's he's jumping back into the game so to speak uh but it's uh, radio night live kevin mccullough glad to have you with us don't go anywhere Leaders reporting about half of Americans have little or no confidence that the Justice Department is handling its investigation into Hunter Biden in a fair and nonpartisan way. And one in three are highly concerned about whether President Biden may have committed wrongdoing related to his son's business dealings. That according to a poll by the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research. But the political divide is stark. Some 66 Republicans and just 7% of Democrats are very or extremely concerned about whether Joe Biden committed wrongdoing. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is expected on Capitol Hill next week. His visit comes as Congress is debating providing as much as $21 billion in military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine as it fights the Russian invasion. On Wall Street, the drop by 331 points. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. 
Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Segula, live, weekdays at 4 p.m. on AM 970 The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's Pragertopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. This is Mike Gallagher. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Dennis Prager and I are traveling to the Holy Land on the Stand with Israel tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. This is a trip of a lifetime. You don't want to miss it. Register today before it's too late. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519. And together, let's Stand with Israel. The 2-0 Orange face their first road test of the season, heading to Purdue in prime time Saturday night. Orange pregame begins our broadcast Saturday at 6.30, kickoff 7.30 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. And we're back on Legal Night. It's Kevin McCullough with Judge George Grasso, retired judge uh, and retired uh, NYPD. I mean, he's judge, you've got the entire resume when it comes to uh, the law and, and how to think about it and how to work it. And you kind of you kind of did it from the inside out. You became a cop and then you became a lawyer and then you, then you became, you know, management and then you became a judge. And and now you're coming out of retirement because you 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 feel something for your city. And I want to talk about that for a few minutes. Um, we saw last week mayor adams basically in frustration throw his hands up and say we can't we, we can't do anymore there's no there's no solution for this when when i bring people to the city that are visiting from out of the area they smell the weed they see the the crowded population of homeless that are on the streets they they wonder if the news stories they've read about where you know shootings in times square which we haven't had one in months but uh that stuff sticks around in people's minds for a while the crime rate not what it needs to be we saw that video last week of that man who shouldn't have even been out beating the woman in the subway with her own cane um these are the kinds of things that i think real native proud new yorkers are worried about um where do you sense we are right now you served under a lot of different mayors and a lot of different administrations what's what's the score of where we are right now well that's why i am where i am i mean after dclm i was first deputy police commissioner under ray kelly for eight years and then in 2010 i became a judge and uh i was a judge for almost 13 years uh king's criminal court Bronx Criminal Court, uh, supervising judge for Raymond Citywide, supervising judge for Bronx Criminal Court. And then most recently, I was the administrative judge in Queens Supreme Court criminal term. Uh, I left that office to become a judge in August, to, to run for district attorney in August of 22, even though my term of office was not set to expire 
until December 31st of 24. I was having a wonderful run. But what you just pointed out, Kevin, sadly, it's all true. Uh, we are much over the last five years. And what I'm saying you is demonstrable fact. And when I talk data, I'm talking, I, I, I am, a, you know, a constat affectionate. So I'm looking at, I'm telling you from NYPD constat data over the last five years in this city, murders up over 25%, robberies up almost 30%. Felony assaults over 35%. Grand larceny auto, get this, 189%. Wow. This is citywide over the last five years. Now, they try and say, and I understand, you know, I have respect for Mayor Adams. I, I think he says a lot of the right things. He's He, he and, you know, police commissioner, I, I've been there, you know. They want to put the best possible spin on things. But... You know, in the context of those five-year numbers, crime overall in the seven majors is down like 0.2. It's like flat. I mean, the, the, the numbers over the past two years, citywide, are even worse than the last five years when you look at seven majors. They're up over 35%. In addition to that, you mentioned the woman being beaten with her own cane. On the, you know, right on the, uh, right up, right up, right on the inside the sub, right outside the token booth, and someone's videoing it, but no one's coming to help her. Right. I watched that video. It went on for two minutes. Two minutes. I watched it. Painful to watch. And and then and then the officers come, and they don't even arrest the guy. They don't, and, and I'm I'm a defender of police officers, but I obviously I gotta call it as I see it. I mean, where have we gone in this city that under Commissioner Braddon and Deputy Commissioner Jack Maple, we were zeroing in on the fair evasion. The fair evasion was so important because when you did that, I'll bet you this guy with the cane, he's not paying the fare. When he's on the subway, you know, you look at the record. He's had something like a dozen crimes. They carry weapons. They have warrants. Nobody's touching them. So it's bad enough. We've given up the ghost on things like their evasions and all of these things where we could screen people who are violating the law out of the system and hold them accountable before they horrifically attack someone. But the system is so beaten down and broken down right now that you can beat this. Thank God she's got to be a tough woman, yeah. that 60-year-old lady. Well, we're speaking with... Um, to the ground and the cops show up and walk away. And where are our district attorneys? Well, that's the thing. And that's what you're trying to make a difference in. Uh, we're speaking with retired judge George Grasso, who's running for the Queens district attorney. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the causes of all of this. Stay with us. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. I saw it myself. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business or Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track 
to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Ion Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate. Don't miss it, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager sees something unattainable. Charging a small trucking fleet can require three times more power than a factory and is about as much juice as a shopping mall or sports stadium. Where are we going to get all of that electric from? Wind is going to power a trucking fleet. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand and while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. AM 97, The Answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. What a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. And we're back on legal night. Uh, Imran Ansari away for tonight, uh, but very honored to have Judge George Grasso joining us, who is coming out of retirement, uh, a a lengthy and and very decorated career as a judge, uh, an NYPD officer, uh, and someone who started out as a beat cop in Jamaica. But now he's he wants to be the district attorney for the uh, borough of Queens and do what he can to kind of rebuild order into the society. Judge, you were talking about the and I don't think it's a mystery. And to me, I'm just one of these really common sense guys. It, it is, if I can make sense of something, then surely everybody can. Um, but when you talk about the, the days of Bratton and even Giuliani, whether it was broken windows, whether it was stop and frisk, whatever it was, the, 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 the focusing in on the small crimes, the, the little things that could put people in jeopardy, had to have an effect to keep them from doing the big things. And I think you can prove that through the Comstat and everything else that we've talked about. But for some reason, under de Blasio, there was this desire to kind of float back towards the Dinkin-esque kind of uh, policies of, well, we're not going to get too riled up about, you know, um, crimes that supposedly have no victimless crimes, you know, public defecation and urination and fair jumping and all the rest of it. Well, lo and behold, just a few years after we move in that direction, this is where we are now. So, Judge, what do we do? How do we how do we fix it? It's a, it's a it's a world of it's a world of pendulum swings, right? And right now we're in a very bad pendulum swing. So so we start with De Blasio. Frankly, most of the first term in De Blasio, he brought Commissioner Braden back. We we actually achieved some of the overall all time record lows in crime under the first term of De Blasio. Here's what happened. When you have a city of over 8 million people and you're policing it, every now and then, no matter how, and I believe the NYPD is the most, I'll stack up the professionalism of the NYPD with any other police department in the country or worldwide. They're the finest. 
having said that, things can go wrong. Eric Garner case. Remember the Garner case? Right. The guy with the loose cigarette. And, you know, one thing led to another and, uh, and he died. Uh, so, so that's not a great case. You know, the criminality of it can be debated until the end of time. But I'll say straight up, I think that at the minimum, there was some poor tactics there. Um, but instead of looking at that and saying, how can we do things better? That's when I think the huge pendulum shifts started happening with policing and quality of life policing in particular. The real culprits in terms of how we got here, in terms of, in terms of government, Called Hasty, Speaker of the Assembly, Andrea Stewart Cousins, Leader of the State Senate, Andrew Cuomo, Governor. At the time, they 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 got together and they passed things like bail reform, discovery reform. Not that we couldn't have done better on bail. Not that we could have done better on, on discovery. But what they did is they brought in advocates. The final bill that was written is insane. Yeah. Prostitution's coming back. Queens, more than ever, it's becoming known as the, the prostitution capital of New York. Well, when you the, add that, Judge, to the combination of now a district attorney like Mr. Bragg in Manhattan, who says on his first day in office, here's a whole list of crimes I'm no longer going to uh, prosecute. You've got utter chaos running loose in this town. How, how does how does Judge George Grasso fix it? The first thing I do is I have the backbone to say what I'm saying to you now as an elected district attorney. Yeah. With the exception of the Staten Island district attorney, most of the, the other district attorneys in New York are basically missing in action right now. New York is taking a lot of hits. So I will be a district attorney, first of all, what prostitution, retail theft, fair evasion, anything I can do under current law to prioritize those offenses, the word will be out there as a new sheriff in town. Also, I will be out there shoulder to shoulder with David Saws. Ray Tierney is another terrific DA, and Donnelly in Nassau County. We've got district attorneys with courage in this state. So if the New York City district attorney, attorneys, Manhattan and Queens and Brooklyn and the Bronx aren't fighting this fight publicly, where are we? Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to all the assembly people, all the state senate people serving Queens. We've got a big delegation. Right. I'm going to reach out to them privately at first. And I'm going to say, look, we've got problems with these laws. We need a dangerousness standard. We've got to do something with the discovery laws. So if a 45-day if a or a 90-day time frame isn't met, we're not going to dismiss the case. Katz is, Melinda Katz in the Queens DA, the dismissals since 2020 with this law is, is up like 1,100%. Wow. Yeah, they don't talk about that. Yeah, well, and Judge, we could spend uh, the rest of the night uh, discussing it, but sadly we're out of time. I do want to leave enough time, though, f for you to tell people how they can support your campaign. If you've, if you've scratched an itch for them tonight, what do you need them to do? First thing I need them to do is to come out and vote. Early vote begins like the uh, third week of, uh, of October, and the election day is November 7th. Vote, vote, vote. Less than 8% turnout in the Democratic primary where I was on the line, but I still got close to 10,000 votes. Now I have an independent public safety line. Come out and vote. Vote Grasso. Public safety, not hard to remember. Go to my website. Just Google Grasso and you'll see it, but it's Grasso for Queens. You'll see my platform. You'll hear my interviews like this one. I've been on uh, with Errol Lewis. I had a great interview inside City Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm assuming they can contribute to your campaign as well. if They, they can to. contribute right through the website. Gotcha. Do it online, through the website, or you can send a check made out to Grasso for Queens to my P.O. Box. 
which is my campaign P.O. box, which is also on the website. Judge, it's been an honor to have you, and I'm sorry that we're out of time, but please come back and we'll talk some more. These are big issues, friends. Those of you listening, you know these are the most important issues that we're facing in the city, and I'm I'm glad there's a fighter like uh, the judge that's rolling his sleeves back up, coming out of retirement and saying, over my dead body. Judge Grasso, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Hope to be back on with you again. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths regular price is 79.98 for a limited time you can get this six pack towel set for only 39.99 with promo code joe p that's a 50 percent savings go to mypillow.com call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to save 50 percent on the mypillow six pack towel sets Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the... The Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys, and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com. Yourretirementwatch.com. That's your yourretirementwatch.com The only station in New York that doesn't hold back AM 970 The Answer Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com Tune in iHeart Alexa or odyssey.com Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970 The Answer Once more from New York Radio Night Live Here's Kevin McCullough all right, final few minutes of Legal Night. Uh, you know that the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, just last week, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how she does this. Uh, I, I think it's kind of, I don't know, takes some cojones. But she, she said, I'm going to make an, an executive order and create gun control in my state. And New Mexico even though it has a democratic governor and um, they they're a Southern border state and they have both open carry and concealed carry laws that allow people who are legal gun owners to uh, carry their guns publicly. Um, And she doesn't like that. (laughs) So last week she issued an executive order as the governor of the state that said uh, that there was going to be a ban put in place to disallow 
the legal carrying of their firearms in public. Now, whatever you think about firearms in the state you live in, where you are, you're welcome to, you probably live there partly because you like the way those laws work. In New Mexico, they like having the ability to carry their guns, either openly or in a concealed fashion. Um, and so this is, that's the law. She didn't like the law. So she just suspended it and said, no, I'm issuing executive order uh, and, and so forth. Well, <laughs> um, doesn't exactly work like that. And yesterday, a, a federal judge said that she did not have the authority to do that. Uh, and so he, he basically null and voided the executive order from the governor saying it's unconstitutional. And look, I saw harsh gun control critic i mean uh, gun control advocates uh david hogg from parkland uh florida the parkland shooting he's he's a little ambulance chaser that uh, likes to get on the the anti-gun bandwagon he issued a tweet last weekend saying it was unconstitutional i mean that's that's how out of the like the universe of legal she was when she issued this uh, executive order there's now more than 50 congressional members that are uh, sponsoring a piece of legislation that will um, condemn the, they introduced legislation Thursday to condemn the governor uh, of her uh, willingness to take this action. Uh, they would condemn her emergency order. Oh, and that was the other thing she, she, she based it on. She said, well, we have we have an emergency need. So I'm, I'm claiming emergency powers as governor. And in my emergency state, I'm saying that the ban is temporarily barred. And what's the emergency? Because she feels like uh, her state is too violent. Well, that's just not how it works. If you're the governor, you have to work with the legislature. And if you pass something with the legislature and sign it, it has to meet the judiciary's approval. There's a lot of layers of accountability and, and thought that goes into this and just saying, nope, I'm going to do it on my own. It doesn't work that way. Not here. It worked for Karl Marx. It worked for Joe Stalin. <laughs> it worked for Adolf Hitler. It doesn't work like that in the United States, especially if you are the uh, governor of a state that has specific laws on the books that say otherwise. All right. Kevin McCullough, have a great night. Tomorrow we talk fun on your Friday. We'll see you then.